Hello, welcome back to No One Has Time for Death, a podcast that was originally about me finding out that I had uh, cancer um, and actually uh, squamous cell or squamous cell carcinoma. Um, and now, not that it's not going to be about that for the next five years, but, um, it, so many more things happen in life, right? And death. Um, I was in... Well, I never know, listen, I, I never know when I'm going to make these and I never know what they're going to be about and, uh, until it happens and then I make them. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm sure everybody who has been through the process of finding out you have cancer, finding out what, what type of cancer, having it removed um, kind of being cancer free, um, you make friends along the way or acquaintances maybe who share in the same challenge. So whether they have cancer or even a different type of cancer, you meet, meet these people and you kind of, even if you, you know, they're not mm, part of your life on a daily basis, they become one of those people that you connect with, um, if only because you share this one thing in common. Um, so I believe I have mentioned, uh, that I had met a person, uh, who had a, a similar situation to me and, uh, more intense, um, this person actually had to have uh, more of their uh, tongue removed and they ended up having to uh, go through uh, chemo and radiation. And I didn't. Um, so um, they are, you know, the same situation where for the next five years we have to get checked out periodically to make sure it hasn't returned well um i um ran into uh someone who knows that person the other day um and i was told that they went back for their checkup and um they found uh, more cancer. Um, I, in that moment, my heart hurt for this person. Um, It felt like 
and sometimes still feels like you know you've made um, a house of cards and it just got knocked over came crashing down um I don't know much more than that about um, this person. Me experiencing this. Um, freaked me out a little bit, you know, like. Um, I. It scared me a little. It scares me still. Um, hmm. So, <sighs> we're not back to, but it brings that to the forefront. You know, I've got what, maybe six weeks before my first checkup, which is um, at three, what was that a three month mark? So, and I think I've mentioned this before, so forgive me, but it, it is going to be on the day that my mom died. So, um, that might be a little tough. Um, but uh, I know she's there. Uh, I do. Hmm. Well, maybe this is the time to talk about it. But I've mentioned it before, and 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 I still, um, you know, I can't, I cannot negate the experiences that I've had. So I, I know that, you know, we exist after. Um. So I know that, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not the end. It can't be. <laughs> the experiences I've had tell me that's not possible. So, um, so that was brought back up. Um, my cancer, uh, you know, you, you get feeling good and, um, It's not like, hmm, how do I put that? It's not like, you know, um, I, it's not like a, a little warning light goes off on your body and you're like, oh, it's back. So you do live, I am living with a little bit of this trepidation, um, not about living, but it's, it's more, um, it's there, it's, it's more, uh, brought more to the front, I guess, of, of things, uh, of my thoughts. Yeah, like I said, I'm not really afraid of it. I, Hmm. But 
like, do I want to go through surgery and all that again? You know, no, not, not really. Um, but now that I've taken up watercolor painting, which I have, maybe, um, maybe that is great. Maybe uh, it'll free up more time to to do that. So, um, yeah. I don't know, uh, because I just don't keep track, but I don't know if I've ever um, become unanonymous. Un um, I did post my picture uh, for season two. That's the image you'll see. Um, those of you who know me, uh, who are listening to this because you know me, uh, already do um i do uh, a couple other podcasts now that my speech is better i'm back to doing them uh one is called um psychic medium the podcast um it's uh with kelly claire the spiritual messenger and myself ken and uh i have that one i have uh Rune Walking in Modern Times, which I have not produced an episode for quite a while, but that will be starting back up. Um, I think I am a little bit, I do not take for granted, I hope, uh, you know, my ability to convey my thoughts via speech <laughs> anymore. I try not to. Um, yeah. So there are those um, podcasts. Um, I also found out, um, kind of jumping back, um, I was editing the podcast for Psychic Medium, the podcast tonight, and um, I had gotten a notification on Facebook that... Um, a friend of mine died um, that I went to high school with, and we didn't see each other much. Um, I had seen her a few times. She had been a client of mine a few times um, in the last few years since coming back to my hometown, but that was also um, tough tough shocking mm. hmm fuck I don't know she was very very sweet she was soft-spoken. She was very, um, very nice. Very genuine. Um, and it's weird to think that she's now crossed over, however we want to put it, passed away, died. Um... 
I still feel that way about my mom. That it's weird, that it's, um, pictures pop up in memories on Facebook of, like, our trip, um, to Wales, our trip to Europe a few years ago, and there's one picture that pops up on, um, on a screen of she and I standing, um, and someone's taking a picture down at us, and, um, yeah, it's just fucking weird, like, that she's gone. This year has just been fucked anyway, like, COVID and everything, but, um, I'm going to be having another goddaughter born this week, um, and we're all excited about that, um, you know, life just keeps on trucking, um, I feel a bit like we can't ignore talking about death and living um, without acknowledging um, that part of life is Just not honoring of it. And it also makes it more difficult to cross. Um, I think. I think it makes it way more difficult to cross. Um, so. Um, I. Oh my god. I'm going to have to start keeping track of what we talk about. Because uh, every week I wanted to. Or every time we do this. I wanted to bring up like a some sort of ritual or some sort of practice or some article or something that I read and um, maybe even some of my own experiences as a psychic and as a shaman. But um, for me, part of it is um, there was an, uh, uh, my friend brought up an article that he had uh, read about a practice in Scandinavia somewhere Whereas people get uh, older and they get closer to the end of their life, they begin to go through their things and start giving them away or paring down or donating them, um, giving them to family, whatever, so that when it comes time, there's not a house full of things to give away. Um, or or you're not leaving that burden um, on someone else, uh, your kids or or your grandkids, or some someone, you're not, you're not leaving that burden, um, I think that that's an amazing, um, an amazing practice, and, uh, on the opposite side of that, my, um, when my, my grandfather died in 92, my grandmother died in 97, and when my father was left everything, 
um, he told me not too long after that that he promised he would not leave the mess that my grandparents left to him and um and since then we've had a couple of discussions about um VHS tapes uh, and they're not even like it's not even the movie it's when we re we took the VHS tape and recorded the movie off of the television so Probably the most entertaining thing about those would be the commercials, but um, I think we had told him once before the, in, the technology caught up to this, but, oh, well, we can take those in, you know, especially the family, the family home video ones and have them digitized and put them on a CD or DVD or whatever, which now is obsolete again. So, uh, but... Uh, no, so I think he has that in his mind that uh, we'll do that. So I told him, let's just get rid of those. And he said, well, how about this? I'll just put them out here in the garage. And when I die, you can throw them away. Um, so that's a, you know, just a little example or experience of mine. But um, I hope to be able to have all of my shit gone through and donated or given away. Well, actually, I hope to have most of that done soon. Um, live a, a little lighter. Um, but we'll, we'll see if that happens. I, I have a few people in my life who would probably laugh at that. But um, anyway... You have to keep, I have to keep, you don't have to do anything uh, you don't want to do, but I have to keep that optimism, that um, hope going, that, um, hmm. the momentum. I mean, what else can I call it? It's really optimism the the little um butterflies inside that keep me looking for looking into the next experience into the next trip into the next person that i meet into um the excitement of new experiences new new people even you know potentially falling in love or or anything like that. So there's there's that. And I have thought that it's quite possible that I'm just ignoring um, ignoring the negative or the bad. But I really, uh, I've sat with that for quite a while now. Um, especially when I meet people or see people that say, oh my God, you look so good. You know, you sound so good. Um, and I think, well, God, am I supposed to, <laughs> am I supposed to be worse off than I am? And then it's like, okay, well, maybe I am. And if maybe I'm ignoring it, but I've just sat with this now for, you know, two months or a month and a half. And I just, uh, I, I, 
I don't think that's part of my makeup. I don't think that's um, energetically, genetically part of how this works, how I work. But, um, hmm. but I will keep thinking about that. <laughs> keep playing with that idea just to make sure. That... Well, I kept you long enough for today talking about death. Um, hopefully that filled your daily quota about thinking about it. <laughs> so that you've sufficiently dealt with it <laughs> when it comes time, years and years and years from now. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs>